It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Decoding Yoga. I'm Eli Aguilar, co-founder of Sampuna Yoga in India. This space is the result of many years of training yoga teachers from all over the world. In each episode, we decode the common questions, misconceptions, cues, approaches, and doubts that you may have regarding yoga. Because yoga is not only about complex postures, it's a lifestyle. And yoga is for everybody. Join me every week to learn how yoga can help you to have a healthier and more fulfilling life. Hello, everybody. I'm Elia Aguilar, and this is another episode of Decoding Yoga. Today with me, I have my dear colleague and friend, Inga, all the way from Paris. Now you are in Paris. Congratulations on the move. Uh, last month you were in London. I had to chase you all over the world. How are you, Inga? <laughs> Hi, Ellie. Thank you for having me again. Um, very well. Yes, um, very excited by the changes and moving countries, hopping around. Um, but yeah, super glad and stoked to be in Paris. Um, and yeah, excited to be back on the podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much. So, as you know, and hopefully you have been following the previous episodes, in January, we started this series of uh, yoga cues. We continue this month. Uh, and today I invited Inga because um, she has a very interesting um, point of view regarding the cue that we will revise today, which is relax your glutes when we are in a backbend. And we have been discussing this, as you already know, these are our coffee topics. So Inga, when people, and I have heard this for years, yoga teachers, students, when they come to the TTC in India, or when they are doing the TTC online, and we have the live sessions for Q&A, one of the very confusing instruction is relax the glutes when they are in the back bend. So they always ask me, should I relax the glutes? Should I squeeze my bum? Should I contract my glutes? Because teachers say all the time different things. And now when in, we are in anatomy classes, learning that the glute actually extends the hip, and you're telling me that the second main joint to assist in a back bend is the glute. Yeah, is a hip joint and the hip joint is an extension. I'm confused. <laughs> so let's clarify that confusion. Should we relax the glutes in a back bend? Should we not? 
And why do you think teachers keep repeating that cue over and over again? Mike is all yours. Yeah, thank you, Ellie. No, so it's so interesting and you're touching on so many things. And, you know, the quick answer to that, generally speaking, I would I would say it, it, we should engage the glutes when we're doing backbends. Absolutely, right? As what you mentioned, anatomically, what is happening in the body when we're doing backbends, we're extending the spine and also our hip joint comes into an extension and the primary muscles to extend the hip joints for to allow that range of movement are our biggest muscles, our glutes. So if we're bringing our body in such a, um, uh, you know, backbends can range from soft, you know, smaller backbends to very deep ranges of motions. But you'd almost think that the deeper that range of motion we're requesting out of um, a, a backbend out of our spine, then we want our, our glutes and our hip joint to, um, to, to follow and facilitate that and not be snoozing or be disengaged when we are putting our body in such a demanding posture, right? Um, and, and it's a funny thing for me to even comprehend where the origins must come from that, that for so many years, teachers have been saying, relax your glutes and backbends, relax your glutes and backbends, because what they would follow very often that cue with would be relax your glutes to not, uh, compress your lower back, to protect your lower back. And it's so fascinating to explore this in in my own body but also to see it and invite students to explore this that actually it's the opposite I find in my own individual body if I do a deep backbend for example lying down on my belly and coming into a cobra or upward facing dog if I switch off my glutes and I don't necessarily engage them I actually feel that my lower back has less space and the backbend becomes almost deeper. Do you find that your, yourself as well? For me, I mean, I don't. My joints are not uh, very mobile. Like I have a very average range of motion in in all my joints. But as an anatomy teacher, it just doesn't make any sense to me to tell people to relax your glutes when naturally is a muscle that has to be engaged. And here, I'm using that word because people are kind of familiar with that. I don't like that because as a non-English speaker, engaged to me, and I remember the first time I hear that, is engagement ring, like someone is getting married. <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually the right word to say here is contract, contract your glutes. So it has to happen. When And my lower back feels amazing. And as you said, I do believe that yoga teachers keep repeating that because th this fear that we have created of if we compress the lumbar spine, something bad is going to happen. And I discussed, I was talking about this in previous episodes when I was talking about opening the heart, that actually we want to compress the lumbar spine posteriorly because we never have the chance to extend the spine in our daily life. In our daily life, we're always flexing. We're always going uh, forward, but very rarely we actually extend the, the, the spine, right? We, uh, we don't go into a back bend in a normal functional day. So those muscles are not strong enough and we want these muscles to be strong enough. So we... Um, the glutes are going to assist and do this back bend, and I don't feel any discomfort. Actually, when, no, I'm going to ask you this, and then I'm going to tell you what I said. 
if someone, because you were saying that um, you believe the uh, yoga teachers say this cue, like don't enga- or relax your glutes, trying to avoid to feel any pain and discomfort in the low and the lumbar spine. So what if, because I have had students that when they are in a back bend and they are so deep that they actually experience pain, right? That is very different than discomfort. They experience pain in the lumbar spine. When we are moving all these bones together. Yes, I am not denying that some people in a deep back bend may experience pain in the lumbar spine. So my question to you is, is the answer to relax the glutes to avoid that? Or can we do something else? Kind of like to move away from that discomfort in the lumbar spine. Absolutely, yeah. And the pose that comes to mind for that, and I actually love troubleshooting this in in yoga classes or workshops, especially when we're breaking down postures. And if, say, we are working with a wheel, or or oftentimes if I teach backbend classes, I I really hope in my backbend classes to allow and help people to explore, you know, that range of motion and extend their spines because we don't do that enough in the day, but that but that they would explore that range and and increase it in an even sensation that they wouldn't do anything through pain, you know, discomfort as you say, let's let's explore that. Let's um increase our range of that, but don't push for any kind of pain, but I think um with wheel postures, it's such an intense posture, just thinking of a wheel as an example, that sometimes people will push into that because we can really use a lot of leverage from our hands and our feet. Our limbs is what really pushes us from the ground. So then that back bend often can concentrate in that lower back. And I'm wondering if maybe teachers again found that by squeezing the glutes, we lift the hips higher. So therefore that back bend becomes deeper. So they thought that maybe relaxing the glutes is going to soften that curve. But as you said, is that the best technique here? Or could we actually, in an example of a wheel, address this issue if someone is feeling pain and, you know, a big discomfort in the lower spine to create more space is rather widen your base, widen the distance between your hands and feet or also even widen the distance between your hands, have them wider apart, and also your feet may be slightly wider apart. So I really like giving back the control to students, especially after the end of the class, if I ask them, did anyone feel some kind of pain in a wheel pose or in these back bends? Come to me, ask me a question. We can always troubleshoot that because if there's a way to enjoy every posture if you just allow your body to see how you want to be there. And I love breaking down a wheel pose like that because I first ask the people to kind of show me how you do your wheel. And then I just give them different options because I don't pretend that I will know the one perfect solution, you know, one perfect technique that fits everyone, but rather give different options and then give the power back to the person to see what does their body tell them that's the nicest and and so many times i found that people who really struggle in um, a wheel pose it feels horrible for their lower back it's just that their hands and feet were too close together and if you widen them out that curve is less deep and you can build it over time make it a deeper back bend but you don't um relax your glutes that are an inherent part of that asana being functional in your body and rather, you know, have your feet and hands wider apart. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah, I like that um, 
way of modifying. And as you said, what I love about our point of view is that we both have moved away from the aesthetic approach to asanas to a more functional approach. And, and it's not necessarily how it looks, it's how it feels. Because we all will look different. We cannot pretend to look like somebody else. And I have repeated that so many times. Um, now, coming back to that, I have two points here. One is what I also teach my students to do in any backbend, whether it's your hands and your feet giving you that leverage, or you are on the floor and you're actually in, I don't know, let's think about a cobra, uh, or um, in yin that we practice seal, that you're actually pushing your torso up with your hands, but the rest of your body is on the floor. Um, and is think about your abdominal muscles. Again, we need to think about in, in a 360 degree, it's not only what is happening in the lumbar, in the, in the lumbar spine, is what is happening in your abdominal area because these two work together. Muscles work in pairs. So in a backbend, ideally is that your abdominal muscles are relaxed. Those are the muscles that you want to have relaxed. The abdominal muscles, because are the muscles who are actually lengthening and stretching. So they need to give space for that back bend to happen. So the back is compressing and shortening and the front is lengthening. But also in the moment that we educate, and I'm going to repeat this 2,000 times as yoga teachers, we need to educate our students in order to give them back the responsibility of the practice. Otherwise, they won't know what to do and what to feel. So in the moment that we educate our students that your abdominal muscles are the ones also supporting your lumbar spine. If you relax those muscles, the lumbar spine have all the space to keep moving forward. If not, take a pregnant woman as an example. Why pregnant women complain of lower back pain? Because the abdominal muscles are not supporting the lumbar spine anymore. They are stretching and expanding to give space to the baby. So when we know that the, if we relax the muscles, which is something that we want to do in a back bend in order to lengthen, also the lumbar spine doesn't have any more support, which is also something that we want so we can keep moving deep. But if that moving deep causes this painful sensation, then engage or contract your abdominal muscles. So in, in that way, your lumbar spine now doesn't have so much space to go keep going deeper. So changing the position of your hands and your feet, awesome, especially they are giving you the leverage and contract your abdominal muscles that will bring you a little bit out of, on that deep um, back bend. And I had another point about this. But anyway, <laughs> this is a, a cue that I always give when people are feeling um, pain in, in the back bend. That yeah. to engage or to contract your abdominal um, area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it made me think of um, a pose where I actually, it's a backbend, but I actually do feel my core engaged quite a bit in this particular variation, you know, in a camel pose. Let's say you can go in and reach for your heels and, and have that passive range of motion. But I almost like to explore more active ones before going into that deep range. And have you explored camel poses when you're, when you would just be leaning back and holding yourself and coming back up or reaching the arms out in front of you or up towards the sky? And when I lean back and my hands are reaching towards the ceiling, it's crazy how much 
you're working on so much happening in your body. It's a backbend. It's an active backbend. And as you said, my core actually has to be so switched on that I would not fall back. And that is preventing um, or rather limiting that deep range of motion for your um, spine. So, Correct. so yeah, just modifying and playing with these postures in a different way instead of, as you mentioned, like, focusing on the aesthetics or the end goal of a pose. I, I think every asana becomes so much more efficient for an, each individual body and student if they allow themselves to ask the question, why and what am I feeling here? What do I want to feel here? What's the goal for the benefit of it rather than the look of it? Because then we ignore the pain and we push yeah. and we think that, oh, practice and all is coming practice and and what is coming <laughs> yeah you should already enjoy what <laughs> maybe never, it will never come <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly True. now now i remember what i was trying to say also with this deep back pain kind of like to close um here our episode for today is that sometimes when you were saying that yoga teachers probably give this cue to avoid this deep back bend in order to prevent the pain is because we as yoga teacher, we cannot know, we cannot pretend to know what is happening just by looking. Right? And, the, and if you want to go deeper into a back bend, that when you squeeze your glutes, when you contract your glutes, you will give more space to your hip and that will deepen the arch. The arch in a back bend shouldn't come only for, from the lumbar spine, but sometimes people look so curved and so deep into this back bend, the teachers immediately think that they may get hurt. So let me put people, no, less educated students, like you know when it's too much, when it's too little, find a place that is just right for you. And the last one that I do agree, we don't want to squeeze the bomb so hard then it's going to move your knees away out right because the glutes also assist in the abduction and the external rotation of the hip so here is not too little not too much is to know that your glutes have to be engaged contracted in a back bend in order for you to move into a hip extension but not as much that your knees are going to move out that is the only thing if you have uh, lower back pain work also on your abdominal muscles because the abdominal muscles support the lumbar spine so thank you so much Inga for your inputs about this cue I will meet you back here at the end of this series uh, kind of like to wrap up all our ideas and we can talk about this the entire year to be honest <laughs> but <laughs> we have to move to I would love to move to another topic that people have asked me about so thank you have a lovely week and I look forward to have you very soon back in the program lovely thank you Ellie <laughs> bye bye this was Decoding Yoga where we learned that yoga is not only about weird poses in Sampuna Yoga, you can learn how to make yoga your lifestyle and become your better version. Visit our website, sampunayoga.com. I'm sure we have something for you, whether you're looking forward to become a yoga teacher or only to get the benefits of yoga.